Welcome to In the Wake with Whitney. Here on this podcast, we cover mental health, life lessons, mindset growth, and tons of storytelling. Together, we'll laugh, we'll cry, and everything in between. I'm your host, Whitley Rogers. I'm a certified life coach and mental health advocate. I'm also a survivor of sexual and mental abuse. I'm here to open up those conversations that are normally uncomfortable or hush-hush in society. Keep listening for bits and pieces of my personal journey and insights along with other interviewees. Hi. So before I start, I have a little reality check. So my phone broke a couple days ago and I've been phoneless ever since and (laughs) it's been a whole new point of view. If you listened to my last few episodes, you know that I had that gnarly crash on my longboard. Well, when that happened, I shattered my phone so badly that I could see the hardware underneath the screen. And then two weeks later, aka this weekend, I was longboarding my new favorite trail, the river bottoms, and my phone flew forward out of my pocket, and I may have ran it over a tad bit with my longboard on accident but it was still usable and functioning and it didn't crack anymore so I thought it was fine and then when I got home from Utah this weekend I picked up my phone and half the screen had black spots and colorful stripes and the screen just didn't light up and I was so confused why all of a sudden it was freaking out the screen wouldn't even respond to my touch Like, it would click on random apps and start playing music. It even sent texts and called my sister without me even touching the screen. Without me even touching it. So it just looked possessed and really freaky. But moral of the story is I have been phoneless for a day or two. No music, no social media, no reaching people at my fingertips. And I got this new perspective this reality check on phones because I'm aware of how dependent and addicted we are or I am to these devices but being forced without it no access at all felt entirely different I noticed things that previously had no idea were even there I missed my turn four times on my regular route home from work just because I was observing my surroundings and kind of just lost in that. I'm not even kidding. Four times, you guys. The world just looks and feels so different without this constant connection to a mini world on my phone. And I went out with my family. We went to an outdoor shopping mall and dinner. We actually went to go get my new phone. And I was walking around by myself, no phone in hand. You know, when you're alone, it's a little uncomfortable. So you pretend to be busy by checking your phone. Or you walk and text someone. Or maybe that's just me, but I didn't have my phone as a safety net. And it was so weird. But a good weird. I was walking around looking every person I passed in the eye and smiling at them. And I was seeing the reflection of myself walking confidently in the glass doors as I passed. I was people watching and seeing details like 
leaves on trees and bumps in the sidewalks, things that I never noticed before and made me feel more alive and awake. Even at dinner, I was able to talk to my mom and spend genuine time with her, distraction-free, because I know I'm going to miss her so badly when I leave, where otherwise I might have taken advantage of that time by updating myself on my mini screen. So it's just a whole new world without an easy button like your phone. And that being said, if you haven't already, go listen to a few episodes ago. I talk about technology addiction versus minimalism, and I dive way deeper in this topic, and it's a really great re- reminder. I, I've re-listened to it myself for a reminder. And this is also the reason I'm getting this podcast episode out later than usual this week because of my technological difficulties. I wasn't able to record when I planned to, so there was a delay in my schedule, and I had to be resilient about it, because usually I am very perfectionistic, and if things don't go according to plan, I go to the opposite extreme, and I just don't even try, because if I can't do it the exact way I plan on doing it and control the outcome, I'm just not going to do it at all. So this episode, Coming Out Late, is me showing up and being resilient. (laughs) All right, so I have three weeks to the day until I leave for Thailand, and my life could not be any crazier trying to prepare and get things done before I leave. So I went to training for Thailand this weekend, and they said, expect to cry every day for the first week or two. And that kind of was a reality check for me because they said it doesn't look like the Instagram pictures all the time. And it was a duh moment for me because I know that Instagram isn't the reality of life. But I guess it didn't click for me that life in Thailand also won't be the Instagram picture perfect. I mean, the 16-hour flights and teaching little kids who don't speak English and the culture shock and being in a new country with new people I hardly know, it's going to be really hard, especially at first. It's overwhelming and stressful and scary. So I hope that I can continue showing that full picture of reality through my social media. That yes, Thailand will be beautiful and breathtaking and healing but it also will be extremely hard and anxiety-provoking and overwhelming. So this is a reminder to my future self in Thailand to be held accountable. I'm super excited and super nervous and just all the feels. I've been waiting for this day since my junior year in high school, so almost two years, and I can't wait to come back and share the things I've learned and the ways I've grown through this podcast. I cannot wait for Thailand, you guys, mostly because I can't wait for you to hear these interviews I'm preparing. Oh, they are so good. So anyway, on to today's episode. Authenticity and alignment. These are two words that I use almost daily in my range of vocabulary. Just because 
it's an ongoing goal and process of mine to live in this way. But I realize that not everyone necessarily understands what these terms mean. Or maybe you use them here and there, but don't have a deeper meaning of them. So, authentic is this buzzword that has been thrown around in society recently. But what does it mean to be truly authentic? Why is it so hyped up? Authentic is to be genuine through and through. Actions, words, relationships, everywhere you show up in the world. Authenticity is being what is claimed to be. I'll say that again. Authenticity is being what is claimed to be. It is being true to yourself and representing your beliefs and values through your words and actions. If you are showing up as authentic, then you are in alignment. This is when your actions and your words line up with your beliefs, values, and dreams. Alignment is the core and center of who you are, and you want the core of who you are to guide how you live your life in order to live this fulfilling and meaningful life. And living your life out of alignment with your core being is like going off the rails and basically wasting your precious lifetime. So recently I had a breakthrough with what it means to be authentic. In order to live authentically, the core of who you are doesn't shift depending on your circumstances. But the delivery of how you show up with these specific instances may change. For example, I am way more silly and relaxed with my friends than I am with my boss, where I'm professional. But either way, my core attributes and beliefs and values are consistent in every place I show up to the world. But the way in which I show up for my friends and my boss looks different because, like the phrase, there is a time and a place for everything. And that kind of blew my mind, that the way you act and things you talk about around certain people can and will change depending on the situation, while simultaneously still living in alignment and authentically. Because before I made this breakthrough, I thought that being authentic meant you would be the exact same with every single person. You would say the same things and act the same way. But that's not quite possible unless you are a bland, stagnant person. Because we are meant to be these changing, evolving beings as humans. We aren't meant to stay the exact same every place. And that's also another breakthrough I made. Because previously, I thought that to be authentic meant I had to be the same all the time. But that's also not realistic. Change is normal and healthy. I can still be authentic while simultaneously changing and evolving as a human. Because we should be constantly learning and growing. Part of authenticity and alignment is your core values and beliefs about yourself, the world, and other people. 
But we all know that as we move through life, those beliefs change and expand. I'm not even close to the same person I was five years ago, or even just a year ago. We are meant to be these dynamic beings where we evolve, not stay the exact same our entire lives. So I almost think that a part of authenticity is change. Because if you are being true to yourself, you are honoring the fact that as your life ebbs and flows, so does your inner self. A year ago, I didn't care about women's rights or politics or feminism like I do now. So the things I did and said a year ago, I wouldn't be acting in alignment with the Whitley today. But a year ago, it was in alignment for me. Does that make sense? I think that part of being authentic is accepting the fact that you are imperfect, that you will change as a person. And I love that Brene Brown says, to be authentic, we must cultivate the courage to be imperfect and vulnerable. We have to believe that we are fundamentally worthy of love and acceptance just as we are. I've learned that there is no better way to invite more grace, gratitude, and joy into our lives than by mindfully practicing authenticity. So what I take from this quote is that sometimes we will be out of alignment with our authentic selves. That's part of being human and imperfect. It's inauthentic, though, to ignore those things that throw yourself out of alignment. Things like perfectionism, people-pleasing, fear of what people think. The difference, the gap between these two is the grace you give yourself to be imperfect at this. Allowing yourself the space to not be perfect at your authenticity rather than making excuses or justifications for your actions or words that were inauthentic to you. When you are out of alignment, own up to it in order to realign. These excuses keep you stuck. And the more you resist this imperfection, the farther you grow from your core self. That's the thing, though. Authenticity is imperfection because we all know that nobody's perfect just like Anna Montana said so someone who puts up a front of perfection we then know is faking it inauthentically this reminds me of social media because with most people the highlight reel portrayed on their social media feed is this perfect well-rounded life And most of the time, it doesn't quite accurately match up with what's going on in their real life. Like when I was deep in some severe anxiety and depression and abuse, all I was posting were these beautiful pictures that showed such fun, adventurous moments. But in reality, I was mostly just crying in bed. And that's what I call out of alignment. You want to show up in every area of the world genuine and your heart being in the same place. Your relationships, your work, your passion, your home life, your online feed, 
all of it should reflect who you are at the core. In my real life, I preach that it's okay to not be okay, that it's okay to have down days and feel pain and sadness and struggle. But if I show up to Instagram and only show the picture perfect days, I am living out of alignment because I'm talking the talk of my core values, but I'm not walking the walk of my core. So as I strive to live authentically, I try my best to show the full picture of the struggle, just as much as the beauty. I post reality checks that show maybe the, the behind the scenes or the lows of my life. And I go back and edit my captions telling the imperfect story behind the perfect picture. This way, I know that I show up on social media the same way I show up in real life. That no one would feel duped if they compared my social media feed to my daily life. When I first started sharing my story of anxiety and depression and abuse and showing up more real on social media, I had so many people surprised. Not even that, straight up shocked because they would have never guessed from the life I was portraying on Instagram. But it no longer shocks people as much when I post these lows just as much as my highs because I've made it a habit and a way of living to show up to the world as authentically aligned with my beliefs that it's okay to not be okay sometimes. And I know I'm not in alignment with who I want to be when I repeat phrases like, I feel off, or I'm in a funk, or I just haven't been myself lately. These phrases or feelings are amazing indicators to take a self-inventory. Are you talking the talk but not walking the walk? Are you trying to be someone that you're not? Are you acting in a way that doesn't feel right to you? Do you feel obligated or pressured to be or do or say certain things? But here's the thing. You are not obligated to do anything. You don't have to do this or have to say that. You are the master of your sea. You have the agency to choose what you can and will or will not do. You have this power in your own two hands to create a new path for yourself that shifts yourself back into alignment. For example, high school just didn't turn out to be for me. I know I use this example all the time, but it's so valid here. So it wasn't for me. I missed way too much school and the days I did go, I usually left early. And I was in a dark, dreadful place. And it was extremely hindering for me. I did not like the negativity I was surrounded by, and I felt like I was drowning. So what? You dislike high school? It's not aligned with your soul, so you just drop out altogether? No, I'm saying you can create a different path that does work for you. Instead of continuing to just survive and tolerate that dread, 
I researched for a new path I could take. I knew that education and learning was important to me and it aligned with me. So dropping out wouldn't realign me, but what I was doing wasn't working. So I switched to online school where I got the best of both worlds. I could finish and graduate from high school while still having the freedom in my schedule and who I surround myself with. It was the best decision I ever made because this weight was lifted and I finally found something that worked with my authentic self and an environment that allowed me to thrive instead of simply survive. But then on the opposite end of things, I also have found the misconception that you just shield off everything that is inauthentic to you, meaning that everything you don't like is out of the picture, which is also not true. There are things in life that you can't really get around. But here's the thing. You can take your authentic self to situations that are inauthentic to you. Here's a basic example. Let's say you're staying at a friend's house and this friend wants to go to a party. But partying and drinking alcohol just doesn't align for you. If you went to a party with this friend, that does not mean you are living in authentically. The moment it does shift out of alignment for you is when people are led to believe that you like or even love alcohol and partying. If you are going along with the crowd and leading people on to believe that you enjoy this lifestyle and you're into drinking, that is the moment you are no longer living an authentic life. People shouldn't experience you as if you enjoy these things that are out of alignment with your soul. You can still find things that are in alignment with you while being at that party. Maybe it's having an intimate conversation with a stranger in a quiet corner. Maybe it's befriending the person sitting by themselves. Maybe it would be driving home the people that are so intoxicated that you need to make sure they are safe. There is an authentic place for you in these inauthentic situations. You can create those spaces. You just have to stay aligned within yourself and allow that to be okay, even if it doesn't align with the outside circumstances. Because there's a difference between being in a situation that goes against your alignment versus lying and acting in that situation that goes against your authenticity. That means that if you were to drink and party, you are lying and acting as if you enjoy something that goes against your alignment. And that is the moment that you switch from standing of a place of authenticity to straight up inauthentic. I hope you're following me and that makes a little bit of sense. That being said, I'd like to address the term fake. Just like authentic has become this buzzword, being fake has also been something constantly thrown around. Let me set up another scenario to explain my thoughts on this. 
let's say you have a shift at work, working with this person that you really dislike. Maybe they get under your skin or they're really negative and drag you down. Or maybe they're just very gossipy and dramatic and it never makes you feel good after working with them. So there's two paths you could take in this situation. You could, one, pretend to their face and go over the top, acting like you are best friends with this person. And then when you get done with your shift, you go badmouth them behind their back to all of your other coworkers. That is what I would call fake, is doing something against your beliefs and turning around and doing the opposite. The other path you could take is being polite, being civil and working professionally with this person while simultaneously having boundaries so they don't drain your energy or bring you down. Because that's the thing, there is a difference between polite and fake. I can be polite to someone that I don't necessarily get along with, but I do not have to be over-the-top fake, acting as if they are my best friend, therefore leading them on to believe that we are friends when in fact we are not. That is when you are being inauthentic. You'll feel aligned with yourself when you are being true to yourself in every situation and in every moment. Again, that doesn't mean that your delivery looks the same because that has to change depending on the external circumstances. But internally, you show up exactly the same everywhere you go. I, I show up to the world in alignment when I am listening to my inner voice and when the gap between who I am and who I want to be is getting closer. So close that the gap closes altogether. Let's say I want to be open-minded. That's a trait that I would love to envelop. But let's say I have this fixed mindset that is very black and white or one-track-minded. I can't go around calling myself open-minded while simultaneously being judgmental because that would be inauthentic and a fraud. Authenticity is vulnerably embracing those flaws and shortcomings while simultaneously working towards the person you want to become. Lastly, in a perfect world, you would want other people's experience of you to align with your core being. This meaning that maybe one of your aligned traits is integrity and other people believe you to be a person that holds integrity without you shouting that to the world. Just like you want people to have the experience of you being authentic without having to outright say, oh, I'm so authentic. It should be the feeling you create when you show up to the world aligned. And that energy you bring rubs off on other people the way you'd like it to. Does that make sense? But I don't want you to take this the wrong way and become this people pleaser. Because you can be so aligned and so authentic to your core self, but still rub someone the wrong way. But here's the secret. Other people can be wrong about you. That's it. They can be outright wrong about you. And that's okay. 
And also you're not in charge of other people's feelings and you can't control their perceptions of you. You can do your best to show up authentic, but you can't alter or change their point of view of that. It's outside of your circle of control, which if you haven't listened to one of my very first episodes on navigating control, go take a listen after this episode if that's something you struggle with. Anyway, I found that people, including me, have these predetermined beliefs that alter their perception or experience of the world. So if someone has this negative belief about me, sometimes no matter what I do or say that counters that negative belief, they will never recognize that. Because once you have these predetermined beliefs about someone or something, your mind automatically, subconsciously, finds evidence to prove that to be true. No matter how skewed or far-fetched that evidence is. So I just want to mention that only because you keep showing up authentically for yourself. Not for the sake of other people's perceptions of you. Because when you are aligned in your core, you will feel good. You will feel whole and complete. If you are making decisions out of your alignment in order to please other people, well, guess what? That other person doesn't have to sit with your personal guilt or regret or unaligned feeling. So stop listening to the outside world and tune into your inner voice and realign with who you are. Thanks for listening to this week's Thought Nugget. And for the closing song, I have a new favorite called Will I Be by Sebastian Molina. Super weird, but I can't find the lyrics to this song anywhere. But it's so good, and it's perfect for this episode. I especially like the opening lyric where it says, If I become the choices that I make, am I on the road that I should take? And then the chorus says, when I write the last words of this story, will I be the man I want to be? Anyway, I have had this song on repeat because it really speaks to my soul. And it's such a pump-up jam. It's, it's like a road trip song. So go take a listen and tune in next time. I hope this podcast left you feeling empowered, better understood, and less alone in this crazy thing called life. If you like what you hear, leave a rating or review and share it with your friends. Thanks for listening and tune in next time.